This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And a pleasant good evening to everyone out there, and welcome to the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. My cost, Bobby Bear is joining us from the casino in Mississippi, and on the phone with us is Dennis Allen, the head coach of the Saints, who won his first game as the Saints head coach, and in doing so, did so by setting history. The first time the Saints have ever come back by more than 16 points, a 16-point overcome deficit in the fourth quarter. Coach Allen, welcome to the show to begin with. How are you? Hey, hey Mike. Appreciate you guys having me on. Um, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Wow. Let me just say this. I'm not a young man. I'm woefully out of shape. And we cannot do this for 17 games. But that was one of the most exhilarating games. I just when, when, the, the, when you got home last night to your family, you woke up this morning, were you just amazed at that fourth quarter? Well, look, I think it shows the, the, the grit and the toughness and the fight that this team has in it. Um, you know, our, our guys are, are competitive. We said this when, when, uh, when we started this, that we were going to be tough, smart, and competitive. And I don't know that we played as smart as we needed to play, but, but we certainly were highly competitive. And um, I love the fight of this team. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, uh, to me, this is troubling. I know it's troubling to you because uh, your background being a defensive coordinator – is that uh, you gave up 201 yards rushing. So basically five and a half yards a carry. Uh, does that have anything to do with the mobility of Marcus Mariota? Uh, very similar like when we were playing the Eagles. And, and you look at uh, the their quarterback and, and how he can run around. Did that even come into play? Because, look, last year we were number one in the National Football League, only giving up 3.7 yards a carry. So does that come into play when we're facing a mobile quarterback and what we're trying to do defensively, considering we had uh, zero sacks and uh, not really, I don't know, being the dominant defense that the Saints fans are expecting right now? Yeah, well, look, I would I would say this, Bobby. I'd say, look, number one, I don't think we played up to the standard that we're capable of playing at uh, defensively. Um, I don't think we got off blocks as good as we needed to get off blocks. Um, and and I think there's a lot of things that we need to take a look at, and, and um, as coaches and as players, and 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 we all understand that we've got to do better. Um, I would say that uh, you know at the end of the day we made enough plays to give ourselves a chance to win, and that's what's the most important, and that's what's great about coming in here on a Monday after a win um, is that. You, you can learn a lot of valuable lessons and teach a lot off of this tape um, and do it being 1-0 and on the season, 1-0 and in the, in the division, and, and, and uh, um, you know, doing it off a win. Now, uh, Coach Allen, there's something you could challenge the defense considering the, sec, uh, the, the success of Cordell Patterson 
uh, like what Leonard Fournette did last night against Dallas, that we better pack a lunch. And uh, he's running downhill, a big running back like Patterson. Is that something that obviously uh, I know you made the team aware of in the meetings? Well, look, certainly we we know that um, Leonard Fournette had a really good game last night. He ran the ball extremely hard, you know, was able to get the ball out on the perimeter a little bit against Dallas and uh, uh, played really well. We understand what type of back he he is and what type of back he can be. And, look, we got a lot of respect for the, the offense that we're going to be playing against and, and know that it's going to be a challenge. And uh, certainly Leonard Fournette's part of that, that, uh, that challenge. Coach, we're going to talk. There's so many – specific plays we'll talk about the two-point conversion and and will lutz's winning field goal but so many instances in that second half and i want to talk about it's 23 10 the falcons have the ball driving they're at your 14 and Mariota keeps it actually makes the first down on a third and five but the marcus may strip tyron matthew recovery i mean when you look at the a game of humongous plays that's got to rank up there yeah, there, look, there's no question. Um, I thought Marcus May played outstanding in the game, and that was just one of those plays that he made. Um, you know, we, we preach all the time about, you know, top-down punch-outs, taking the ball away and, and um, you know, defending every blade of grass, and, and that's exactly what they did. And uh, Marcus made a great play punching the ball out, and, and Tyron did a great job of finding it and recovering it. And, you know, at the end of the day, that was – um, you know, the play that kind of gave us a chance to kind of stay in there, hang in there, and, and ultimately win the game. Now, uh, Coach Allen, uh, explain to the fans because they want to know uh, at the end of the game when you look at clock management and all that. And my understanding, you said in the post game that you, ta- you thought uh, Landry was still in bounds and uh, he was out of bounds. And obviously, you can't clock it. If the clock stopped, then you get a 10 second runoff. But the second time, was that just Jameis having a brain fart? Because uh, it was 23 seconds. Uh, and I, I think I know teams have practiced this in the past. I don't know if it's 17, 18 seconds. Maybe it's 34. You try and get closer or, you know, either you drop back and you throw it away or you make Atlanta use another timeout. Because I know a 51-yard field goal, yeah, your NFL kicker should be able to make that. But uh, is that too rushed for the kicker with 23 seconds left that if all of a sudden you run another play and you, and you run the field goal unit out there and let's say it might be, I don't know, a 46, 47 yard, or just break that down? Yeah, well, look, I would um, start off by saying this, Bobby. I think that um, ultimately falls back on, on me. I think we got to do a better job. Um, and I got to do a better job of communicating as a coaching staff as, as to exactly what we want to do in, uh, in, in that, that situation. Um, you know, certainly we felt good about Will being able to, uh, to make the kick from, 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 that, uh, from that point. But, um, you know, we got to do a better job of communicating with Jameis exactly what we want to have done. All right, well, Coach, uh, Coach Allen, uh, one more. Uh, to me, uh, this, you cannot let this happen. And I know you addressed the individual, and uh, he's not a rookie. Uh, he's an experienced veteran. Uh, you cannot have a dead ball personal foul penalty with Lattimore with two seconds remaining. All of a sudden, it pushes into Falcons uh, into in, in Saints territory and giving them a, a chance to make a long field goal. I mean, I, I know Lattimore is competing, but you might want to give your opponent the business, but that's not the time to give him the business, uh, considering uh, what was occurring. 
Yeah, there's no question about that, Bobby. I mean, you know, uh, you bring up a good point. And, and look, Marshawn knows that, and, and, and we addressed it today. And, and um, you know, you said it, he's highly competitive. And, um, you know, he, he, he got a little shove after the, after the play and reacted to it. And, and, uh, and we got to be smarter than that. We got to be better than that. Got to step aside, take a break. More with Saints head coach Dennis Allen talking about the Saints 27-26. Huge comeback victory over the Falcons. Got to step aside on the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss, Bobby Hebert at the Silver Slipper and head coach Dennis Allen after that 27-26 win. And coach, as you probably anticipated, there are so many great things to talk about, which we are. And there's also some kind of tough, tough questions to talk about as well. And so just give me, tell me, take me through the first two-point conversion, which I think was the first successful two-point conversion since like 2018. So awesome. Take me through the, what was either going to be the play with, with Mark Ingram and how that all transpired. Um, well, yeah, the first two point conversion was was a uh, you know a play that um, we had seen Alave run in, in college and and uh, man, I thought he ran a really good route and Jameis put a nice ball on him for the for the conversion. Um, you know, the second play was a play that that uh, we had worked on in practice that. Um, you know, we felt like we could uh, get a little bit of an unbalanced line and 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 uh, gain an advantage uh, from an unbalanced line. And and uh, you know, we just didn't execute the play as well as we needed to. We didn't get up and get set as quickly as we needed to. And so that's just one of the things that we've got to work to clean up. Basically, though, it's just it's it's power right, though, like where Taysom was running, but but Mark instead, right? Somewhat. I mean, maybe I'm you know simplifying it way too much. Yeah, and, and, and uh, um, yeah, we just we felt like that was a play that we could gain an advantage on them, and look, it didn't work, um, and so um, you know we had to go go out and make a make a stop and get the ball back and, and win it on a field goal. Now, uh, Coach Allen, you have to be proud of this uh, because if your offense is um, you know putting a comeback together, when you got to get the opponent out. And that the defense was able to hold Atlanta to field goal in four separate uh, fourth quarter possessions. When you think about that, and I, I think you definitely paying attention to detail with this. When all was said and done, uh, we were plus one in the turnover margin. I said I like our chances a lot. I don't know. You, you play 17 games. If we uh, plus one in every game, I, I guarantee we're going to the playoffs, and we'd be plus 17. So uh, to me, that's always good. Uh, that if you look at even how the game, the ebb and flow of it, we were plus one in the turnover margin and how we closed out the game defensively. Yeah, look, I, I think that was big. I think, you know, getting some stops defensively there in the fourth quarter was big. Obviously, our offense played extremely well uh, during that time. Um, I think when you really look at the game, and, and there's a couple of key statistics to me. You mentioned one of them being uh, the turnover takeaway ratio which we were plus one in I think the other thing you got to look at is uh, they were two of four in the red zone in, sc- in terms of scoring touchdowns and we were three of three in the red zone in terms of scoring touchdowns and so I thought those were a couple of situational categories where um, you know we got the better end in the game and and uh, uh, was a big factor in us winning. Now uh, coach Allen how do you address this because I know the, uh, as a professional player you're aware of this and then sometimes you panic and uh, you, you might not be disciplined as far as your technique, but we're right on the cusp. Uh, I know it was always, I, I think this has been uh, through the years, 
like nine penalties or more or 100 yards or more. We were like eight, with, uh, eight penalties, 99 yards. So that's something I think uh, you probably addressed to the team that we also got to be a little bit better. We got to clean that up. Yeah, look, there, there's no question. I mean, I think um, with the way that we play defense, um, you know, there, there's, there's a little bit of that uh, in terms of in the secondary that's a little bit of the price of doing business. But yet uh, there's some fundamental technique things that we've got to clean up and be better in that area. We certainly can't have, um, you know, eight or nine penalties and, and, and expect to, um, you know, to, to continue to have a lot of success. So, again, look, the team fought their tail off. We ended up getting a win, which was awesome. But there's a ton of things that we got to clean up. You also you mentioned the red zone, but goal to go as well. Atlanta, two of three at 67%, and the Saints were two of two at 100%. So combined red zone and goal to go. And that leads me to number 13, of course, and Mike Thomas. And you can kind of tell maybe he and Jameis might not have been on the same page early on, you know, just hadn't really played together a lot. But talk about having number 13 back and really the intensity of which he played with late in that game yesterday. Yeah, look, it was awesome to see. I don't think there's any question about what Mike Thomas means to our football team uh, and having him back out there and, and um, making the contested catches like we know that he can and um, you know making those big-time plays at the big-time moments um, is critical. And, and look, we had some guys that made some huge plays uh, in big moments in the game, and, and uh, certainly that's something that we expect out of Mike, and that's what we got. Now, uh, Coach Allen, uh, I want you to comment on these two players because I thought uh, they were outstanding and considering uh, we're not knowing what was going to come about. Uh, going on the defensive side first, uh, Pete Werner. I mean, I look at 11 unassisted tackles, 12 total tackle for a loss. Forrest Fulmer also had a tackle on special teams. Uh, I thought he was a warrior uh, considering, boy, we hadn't really seen him in training camp, you know, dealing with that groin, hip flexor, all that area. Uh, I want you to comment on him. And how about Jarvis Landry, a homeboy right there in the River Parish. Man, he's in a Saints uniform, seven catches, 114 yards, 16.5-yard average per reception. I, I thought Pete Werner and, uh, and Jarvis Landry, uh, that they produced and came to play. Yeah, certainly um... – yeah, Pete Warner, you know, look fairly early on in that game, you know, knocks a ball out and, and creates a fumble, which gives us good field position. Unfortunately, we didn't capitalize on it. But, um, you know, I thought he played well in the game. I thought he was really active, um, you know, especially for a guy that, that uh, really didn't get a whole lot of work in training camp. I was I was pleased with, with where he was at. And, and, and certainly there's still a lot of things that, you know, he needs to clean up. Um Man, it was awesome to see Jarvis out there. Uh, Jarvis is a warrior. Um, you know, he, he he battled and competed. You know, we're going to talk all about the seam throw that he caught in the two-minute. We're going to talk about the the uh, go ball down on the boundary to get us in the field goal range. Everybody wants to talk about that. I want to talk about the block he made on Taysom's touchdown run. Um, you know, like he, he that was the perfect two block on the edge. So it was awesome to see. 
All right, got to step aside one more time. It is the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. We're back after a break again with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. Stick with us. Welcome back. Mike Austin Studio. Bobby Bears at the Silver Slipper. And head coach Dennis Allen is joining us right now. And after Coach Allen, we'll have offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael. So I have a question, but I have a, a statement first, which I, I know coaches love. But anyway, one of our statisticians mentioned that, because we were talking about Marshawn's penalties, and he said, well, when Marshawn was on Drake London and or Kyle Pitts combined, uh, they had one reception for six yards. So as, as a shutdown corner, uh, if, that's, if that's accurate, you know, pretty much, you know, did more than his job. Uh, but I wanted to ask you about, we saw the Falcons uh, really kind of go into an up-tempo situation in the second quarter. And so, I mean, the Saints did it late, almost you know, 26-10. Was there any thought in that third quarter, kind of just going a little up-tempo, just trying to change the momentum around for your offense? Yeah, look, there was discussion. Um, but yet, you know, I didn't feel like it was it was the time to do that. And then obviously, you know, as we got into the fourth quarter and, and, and you're down 16, you kind of know that you got to you got to get going because the number of possessions that you have are, are, are limited. And so, um Look, I felt like I felt like that was the right time for us to do that, and um, and our guys went out and executed in that in that situation extremely well, and so uh, that was good to see. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, when I was looking at, at this, it just seems like, and obviously, uh, I know every team in the NFL. I don't know if that's the right description. You're always trying to attack uh, the weakest link, uh, who you can exploit. Well, with Paulson Adebo not being in there, it seems like that they went after Bradley Roby, uh, that being the Falcons. And when, how, when they were passing the ball, trying to push it, they, they seemed like uh, they went after Bradley Roby. Did you notice any of that? And uh, obviously, uh, you know, Bradley Roby is going to be significant in what we're doing this season. But I thought without uh, Paulson Adebo uh, that, that they were definitely, uh, you know, going after him. And I'm sure Tampa Bay is aware of that. Yeah, well, I would say this. I would say that, that um, you know, there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to go after the guy that's opposite of Marshawn Lattimore. Um, you know, as Mike just alluded to, you know, there wasn't a lot of catches being had over, over Marshawn's way. And, and, you know, he does a pretty good job of getting up in people's faces and, and, and does a good job in coverage and makes it difficult on the offense. And um, certainly he was doing that the other day. So, yeah, if you're away from – Lattimore, you're going to get a lot of attention, and and so um, that's just going to be the way it's going to be this year. Now, uh, you know, Coach, uh, boy, uh, you have to be ecstatic with this. Uh, You know, fans always ask me, uh, uh, Taysom Hill, does he practice or is he around the team? I said, I don't know. He had a rib injury, went training camp. All I know is uh, he gets in there. uh, You know, uh, we lose it three to zero. And great blocking, like you said. Uh, this is how you draw it up. This is like coaching clinic. All of a sudden, Taysom Hill power goes plus 57. And then you continue. Then he goes uh, plus 12. Five plays, 77 yards, two minutes and two seconds. We're up uh, seven to three. Uh, th- that is something that, uh, you know, people say, why don't we just leave Taysom in at quarterback? i got to explain <laughs> to him that, uh, it, look, you plug and play. You're trying to, uh, like a chess match, keep a defense off balance. But that has to be a good thing, you being a defensive coordinator, your background and all that. 
that uh, that's something to worry about when the Saints put Taysom in a quarterback and the different plays and how we're going to utilize them this season. Yeah, Bobby. Um, you know, we <laughs> there, there was obviously a lot of discussion this this off season about Taysom and where is he going to be and is he going to play quarterback or what position, whatever. And you know, and I I kind of said from. Um, all along that we were going to utilize Taysom as a as a weapon and and man he was a he was a big factor in that game um you know obviously the the runs from the quarterback position he did an outstanding job with that what people aren't really going to talk about is he he causes the the holding penalty on the last Atlanta punt which gives us the ball at the 20 as opposed to the 10 and every yard at that particular time mattered um, and so, man, Taysom Hill is an outstanding football player, and we're going to find ways to utilize him and utilize his skill set and uh, do things that are going to help us win games. We've talked about Pete, Pete Warner. We really have not mentioned, at least to, to my knowledge, talk about Peyton Turner and the, the play that he makes when you need it most. Well, yeah, look, you know, I feel like our, our field goal block team has, has uh, really come after it all throughout the preseason and even in the earlier kicks um, during this game, I thought we had, we had great effort on that team. And, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to block them in our league and they don't happen very often, but they're certainly not going to happen if you're not uh, given maximum effort every time you, you rush the, the kick. And so our guys have done a really good job of doing that. Um, and, and uh, you know, typically on those longer kicks, they tend to come out just a little bit lower and we got a lot of, size and length inside and um look if 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 Peyton Turner doesn't block it I think um Marcus Davenport has a good chance to block it now uh you know Dennis when you look at it uh that to me did you think this is the momentum swing uh because I'm looking at it uh and how the game's unfolding I mean well we're up uh seven to three and then all of a sudden uh, we, we get the turnover and then, uh, then, then Lutz uh, misses the 46-yard field goal. Because, look, uh, Warner, like you said, caused the fumble. Bradley Roby recovers. And uh, I thought, okay, here's where we're going to set the tone for this game. We're up 7-3. to three. But it seems like that was that lull that occurred. And, and we weren't even in the second quarter. I said it was in the latter part of the first quarter when all that occurred. And it seems like it, it took us a couple of quarters to get going. But... Would you say maybe uh, that was the momentum swing that all of a sudden it gave the, the Falcons hope or what? Well, yeah, I would certainly say that, you know, when when you go up 7-3 to three and, and we just had a really nice drive, you know, with Taysom on a couple of runs to get us down there, we score the touchdown, um, momentum's on our side, and then we, we create the takeaway um, and and have the ball in plus territory with a seven to three lead and and you know potentially um, you know you're hoping you're going to go down there and score a touchdown and and be up fourteen to three and it's a it's a little bit of a different ball game um, but you know look you got to give them credit they 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 did what they needed to do to get the stop and um, we didn't execute on the field goal um, and and yeah I do I do think that was a little bit of a momentum swing in their direction. Well, Coach Allen, it was uh, exhilarating and exhausting, but a heck of a first win. We thank you for your time. We look forward to this every week. And uh, from Falcons to Tampa, it doesn't quick, quick turnaround. So appreciate the win. Good luck. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate it, guys. 
We're going to uh, let stations identify themselves. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. It is a pretty strong twofer tonight from Dennis Allen to the offensive coordinator, Pete Carmichael. He joins us next. Stick with us here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.